0: Good afternoon and welcome to Bike Talk. You guys, I'm Taylor Nichols, and I'm here with the murderer's row of advocates for the Los Angeles region. Eli Kaufman is back on the show today from the LACBC, and we have Cynthia Rose, who is the founder of the Santa Monica Spoke, which is part of LACBC, but she's also a advocate entrepreneur. She's found ways to advocate for safe streets in L.A. while creating jobs for other advocates in the business, which is really wonderful. And we also have today Michael Fishman, who, if you know anything about bikes, you probably know about Pure Cycles. They're lifestyle bikes that were just great to ride. Pure Fix is one of my favorites. Michael has moved on from that and started another gig that he'll talk about today, but he's a real entrepreneur and advocate for Safe Streets in LA. And we also have Genevieve Cerda, who is the Senior Development Manager for LACBC, which is code for raising money. So Genevieve, thanks very much for being here. Eli, I want to start with you. I wonder if you could just give us a quick update on what we're here to talk about today, which is Bike Salon, which is bringing together all of the advocates around the L.A. region into one public place now that COVID is kind of waning and get everybody rallied behind the Healthy Streets initiative that we're trying to get on the ballot. So, Eli, I'm going to turn it over
1: to you. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. And it's uh, great to be back on the show. The bike salon is an idea that we've been developing for a long time, actually before the pandemic, and we weren't able to launch it. But when the Healthy Streets LA initiative was announced and Michael Schneider from Streets for All started talking to us about it, we realized that we needed to be a part of it and we needed to try to lend as much support as we could. We actually just sent an email because they're hiring people to gather signatures. We just sent an email blast about it today. But the bike salon and the reason why we're here today is going to be hosted by Michael Fishman and Cynthia Rose, who will talk about themselves in a minute, is really designed to bring bike minded people together to get to know the LACBC a little bit better, to get inspired by some of our programs and see how they can participate. And then to take out their pens and sign their name to this signature gathering campaign that we're doing to get the Healthy Streets LA initiative onto the ballot. So signing the petition is not necessarily supporting it. it
0: is just getting this on the ballot. That's the main thing. So that this can be on the ballot. Correct.
1: This is not a vote. This is literally qualifying the initiative to be on the ballot. Right. But I don't know why you would sign something that you weren't going to vote for, but you're not committing yourself either way. And so that's why we feel like if you really want to see healthier, safer, more equitable streets, then this could be a major way for us to actually get that done. And, and do you want to talk a little bit about the program or do you want to talk about well, it? I want to bring in
0: Cynthia because okay. the Healthy Streets Initiative is really just an initiative that would make the city of L.A., when they repave their streets, take into account the 2035 mobility plan as they repave their streets. And that's one thing that Santa Monica has done so well. And Cynthia, you work out of Santa Monica. I wonder if you could talk about why it's so important that as streets are repaved, we date them for the 21st century.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. And thanks for that wonderful introduction. And and I'll backtrack a bit and talk a little bit about Santa Monica Spoke. And I'm the co-founder, actually, not the founder. It takes a village to do all this stuff. And that was back in 2009. I've been thinking about this over the last few days. And if I were thinking of Why we started Santa Monica Spoke, it was A, because we wanted to support LACBC with a grassroots vision from the individual communities and have that umbrella. And you talked about that in the beginning on how LACBC is really the mothership of bike advocacy and Walking advocacy in Los Angeles. And with all of these different 88 municipalities, LA is so unique in that sense that we have all of these cities within. It has been impossible for one organization to do that. And with the chapters, which is why we founded LACBC, where other communities could connect to the mothership and help with that mutual support, then we could have a better Los Angeles. So, if I could put it in a nutshell, what I started to say in that long winded sentence was we're better together. So if we can get this and we're better together, then we can move forward, we can move mountains. So in Santa Monica, as you said, Taylor, since our inception, when we had a network of disconnected bike lanes, even before we passed our award-winning bike plan, I like to say, in 2011, the city and the mobility department has connected with the other departments so that every time there's a street repaving, we look at the bike plan, we look at the future we're looking at in the city and we figure out a way to implement that at that point. So the excuse of having disconnected bike lanes just doesn't work because if you commit yourself to it, the long term, which you can see in Santa Monica, hopefully if you come and visit, is we have, I can't even remember the number of miles of bike lanes that we have, but many of those got put in before they were scheduled to be implemented in the bike plan simply because every time we paved, we looked at the bike plan to make sure. And I understand that we pave maybe a little bit more often than Los Angeles, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's a solution to an issue where if a street does get paved without looking at the bike plan, it could be decades before it is addressed again. And that is unacceptable. And it's cheaper, right? It's cheaper to do it that way. Of course, much cheaper. Bike implementation projects are already cheaper than road projects, but when you just roll them into a road project, it's almost just the cost of extra paint maybe, and that's it. Or there's almost no cost at all because the plan is already designed and all we have to do is restripe the road in many cases to allow for safe mobility for everyone, not just people who are driving cars, but people who are riding bikes and walking.
0: And walking, great bringing up the concept of cheaper brings up the idea of money and advocates never seem to have very much money and that's where someone like Michael Fishman comes in who is such an amazing businessman and I think the advocacy world needs to connect more with the business world and so Michael I wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself a little bit again but to also tell us how you went from Pure Cycles to Maverick and what you hope to get out of Maverick and while you're using Maverick as the staging place for the very first bike salon, which is by the way, next Thursday, March 31st from 7 to 8.30 PM. And I'll let you talk more about where it is and all that. But Michael, we're really glad
3: to have you on the show today, but really what we're glad to have you is in our world. So thanks very much. Well, thank you, Taylor. Thanks for having me here. So I want to first dispel the notion, though, that the individual supporters that grassroots army cannot put in money just recently with Sunset for All, something that was incubated inside of LACBC, has raised tens of thousands of dollars from individual contributors. And Eli, would you chime in with what those amounts were?
1: Yeah, sure. So Sunset for All was a grassroots crowdfunding campaign, and we raised over $65,000 in a little less than six weeks. And the biggest news about that was that the majority of the donations were under $50. So these were small-dollar donors, a couple large ones, of course, but the vast majority were small-dollar donors who just gave what they could, but they were really voting with their pocketbook to help us raise enough money to do the initial engineering for the project and also do some public engagement around getting people activated to make this infrastructure happen. So that stands it for all by the numbers. So thanks for that, Michael. It Perfect. takes
3: a village. Yeah, it does. And it's possible. So the notion that like the advocates are the ones who just gather at the meetings and talk real loud, and then we need someone else to put in the money, I think is a notion that needs to be changed immediately. But with that said, we do need the brands in LA to step up in a much bigger way. And thankfully, someone like Giant is helping LA CBC more. We'd love to get someone from their brand on our board, if anyone's listening, and we'd like more support because we could do a lot bigger things if we had more brand support from even bike shops and other successful brands and wealthy individuals who love bikes. So that's the plug for that. But now to tie it back to Maverick, to me, an individual creator like this Grassroots Army we talked about is the future. And what I'm doing at my new business is providing a platform for independent fitness coaches and instructors to run their own businesses. So we provide them space and infrastructure, production equipment, so they can film really high quality content, help build their organization. And then they're running their business out of our space with really low barriers to entry to be an entrepreneur. And I love what you said about Cynthia too, how she's an advocate entrepreneur. And to me, it's really all about giving tools to people so that they can do what they do best, whether that's be the talent or create, or uh, just giving them the tools to make money doing what they're passionate about doing, what they love to do. So yeah, I'm thrilled to host the event. Hopefully listeners who are listening now will come and support, not just signing this petition for Healthy Streets LA, but also to become a member of what we're doing in LACBC. And it's really important for us to really change our model from a membership model to a supporter-based model. So anyone who loves bikes or rode a bike when they were four years old, or who has a kid who rides a bike or a mom, or just wants safer streets in general, should be a member of our organization arms are wide open and welcoming and when i look at the streets for all campaign what really resonates to me is that you look at their website and it says clean air, faster buses, streets for kids, safer streets. This is not just about bikes our movement. This is about returning the streets and our space to like a safer, healthier way of living that's not car dominated. And LA is a big place so it's important to have a car and that's an important piece of it for some people, but you know, we're fighting for everything. Hey, can you tell us where your office is and where the bike salon will be next Thursday? Yeah, sure. So next Thursday, the 31st at 7 p.m., the bike salon will be taking place in Playa Vista at my new facility. The company's called Maverick Community. It's going to be at the Runway, which is an outdoor mall where Whole Foods is. There's ample parking for bikes and for cars. And we would love to have you guys there. There's going to be refreshments. And there'll be some food and it'll be a lot of fun with like-minded people who are trying to make L.A. a better place. Do people need to sign up or they can just show up? Yes. Genevieve, can you chime in?
2: Before that, I would say that I don't know what Metro bus is there, but I know the big blue bus three goes down Lincoln Boulevard, which is right near there. So there's also good public transit to the event.
0: Genevieve, you want to chime in a little bit on how people can get involved and how they can sign up and more importantly, how they can give money.
3: Yes. So going back to the registration question, we do have a registration form. We are looking forward to having as many bike-minded people as we can at our first bike salon.
0: And when are the other two going to be? I think you all said you're going to try and do three in the next couple of weeks.
3: Yes. So we have one coming up on April 21st and tentatively one on May 5th.
0: And will those be at the same place or different places around town?
3: Different places around town. April 21st one will be at Doubting Thomas. And we are still working on logistics for the May 5th Cinco de Mayo one. And our social media will also be promoting all three of the bike salons, so everyone can check that, and our News Cycle e-newsletter.
1: Great. Will
0: it be on the LACBC website? Yes, we can put it on there as well. Yeah, good. And what is that website, just so people listening can just hear it? la-bike.org la-bike.org. Okay, great. So hopefully we'll have a good crowd on Thursday. Will there be beer, Michael, or... Hell yeah. I'm just curious because I'm kind of a beer drinker. <laughs> I don't even drink beer, but yeah, there will be beer. Okay, good. There
2: will be refreshments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what else are we working on besides the bike salon Thursday? What topics can we share on Thursday with the other people there?
1: Well, I mean, I think there are a couple of things. First of all, Michael also has offered very generously to give a door prize. So we'll have a drawing and Michael's offered to give some math community training with one of the trainers that he describes that you can select from one of the trainers that he's housing at this amazing facility. So there'll be some door prizes as well at the event. But yeah, I mean, the mayoral campaign is getting started, right? So it's a chance for us to start to talk to the community about what their priorities are for safer, healthier, more equitable streets. And so what we're going to do is we're going to just talk to folks about like where they're at, what's going on in their lived experience, riding and walking on LA streets, because we're also developing, and I mentioned this in our last segment, a mayoral questionnaire. And we're actually going to be developing a forum that's all around active transportation and bicycling specifically for the mayoral candidates to come and speak their platform to our constituency, which are obviously people who ride and who walk and who transit across Los Angeles. And so we'll be talking a little bit about that program. We'll be talking a little bit about our new Giving Gears program, which is a way for folks to not only participate in some of our programming at some of our community rides, but also to your point earlier to Genevieve, to donate. We're at 501c3. We need your support we need people to come out and really help resource our efforts we've got big ideas for what's going to happen in la in the next five to ten years you know we have this amazing mediterranean climate we always talk about most of us live in the flats where there's very little elevation gain that they have to deal with in terms of getting from point a to point b so more of us should be riding bikes but we don't because we don't feel safe and the best thing that we can do to make that a more accessible more reasonable thing for people to do riding bikes in la where our partners and our wives and our husbands don't kind of look at us like, are you sure you're going to get on your bike today? Is if we have the infrastructure that's going to protect their lives. And so we're leaning into that. We're working doubly hard on trying to identify projects like Sunset for All that are going to change the streetscape and create a piece of the street so that everybody has peace on the streets, right? So that everyone has a safe lane that they can ride and know that they're going to be able to make it to their destination without fearing for their lives.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a great quote. I don't know who said it, but it goes, when a government builds quality bicycle infrastructure on their streets, they value the life of the person who rides the $300 bicycle as much as they value the life of the person who owns the $30,000 car. So I think that's really an important way for our government to show that we care about all of our citizens.
2: I think I'd add to that that safety is a personal thing and we know from data that's been collected that there's this middle percentage of people that are interested but concerned about writing and they're at either fringe there's people who are more scared and people who are more confident and what we want to do is give everyone that choice so that when they get out there they're safe some people will be safe on Figueroa and other, on the same infrastructure, other people will not feel as safe. So it's important for us to, in these bike salons, to be able to have those conversations to people, to understand what their fears are and help us realize what we can do, whether it's education, in addition to the infrastructure that we're working on, which also I think all of us believe is key, but where those different pieces fit in what communities. And that's why salons like this are also important, not just because of this really super important initiative, but also because of those conversations that we can have.
0: Great. We're taping this on Thursday, March 24th, and a war is raging in Ukraine, half a world away, partly over oil and gas prices are up and used car prices are up and new car prices are up. So it really is an important time for us to embrace freedom of choice for all of our citizens to choose how they want to go about their daily lives, whether it be going to Trader Joe's or the doctor's office or work or just exercise. So I want to thank Michael for all of your work over the past few years. And Cynthia, I love going to Santa Monica and riding in the protected bike lanes.
2: We Eli, love having-
0: you're, you're a hero of mine, as you know, because I've been involved with LACBC for a long time and you've come in and done a wonderful job. Um, There's one more thing.
2: There's also a trip to Tahoe that people can win by coming to these bike salons. So in addition to the wonderful door prizes that Michael is offering for this particular bike salon, throughout the series, there's going to be a bigger prize or a prize to aim after that's more than just a local thing. And that's a trip to Tahoe.
1: Great. We'll have more details at the bike salon. So if that piques your interest, come to the bike salon at the Maverick community Thursday the 31st. But basically come to the salon and find out how you can do that. And again, it's really all about getting those city insurance. You know, if we want our streets to change, we have to step up. We have to speak. We have to show up on behalf of our streets. They're not going to change themselves. You know, we have to make that extra effort you were describing to me, Taylor, how your daughters learned how to swim at a community pool and how even when you go back all these many years later, there are people there who recognize you and them and that sense of community that those community pools create. Well, it's a similar thing for these streets. Our streets right now are the public right of way. They belong to all of us. They belong to every kind of modality, whether you're on foot, on, on a scooter, and especially for us on a bike. And so, so you got to show up and driving. Yes, yes. We're not car free. We're car light. We're just asking people to consider, do you have to get in your car, whether it's electric or whatever, or can you make that a ride instead? So that's part of what we're excited about sharing at the salon on the 31st. Thanks so much for having us, Taylor.
0: Well, it's great to have everybody together because united we stand and divided we fall. (laughs) So on that note, thanks very much, you guys, and I'll see you on Thursday the 31st at the bike salon.